Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that was good. I'm doing this one solo, y'all. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to my channel. This is your girl, Michelle Bell, and welcome back to Cheesement and Beer, where all the fuckery begins. Today's topic is going to be none other than relationships. And why, do you ask? Because today is Pinchy Valentine's Day. That's why. So I asked you guys a bunch of questions on IG and you guys delighted me with questions and answers. And I am so excited to share them with you guys. If you are interested in this subject matter, stay tuned, sit back, relax, crack open a cold one and enjoy the ride. I got two questions. The first one that I got was, have you ever had a stalker before, during, or after a relationship? My answer to that is, fuck yes. Oh my gosh. I am notorious for that shit. Um, one incident, it was an ex-girlfriend that I was with for five years. She was fucking crazy. Like the first two years of the relationship, it was great. And then after that, I don't know what happened. Something, something happened. She must have fell on her head. I don't know. But she started acting up. And finally, once I had it, like after all the stupid things that she would do, I finally decided to move. So I moved from La Puente to Fontana and she stayed where she was at. And this bitch still managed to come and park across the street. Mind you, where she was staying is a big difference. Like it's over an hour and a half just to get to where, you know, I was at. She'd park across the street at all hours of the night. She'd sit there and wait for me, wait for me to come home. You know, my mom, my sister, like all of them were like, what the hell is going on? I tell this bitch to kick rocks. And eventually she would like get out of the car and start throwing like little pebbles and stuff at the window. Dude, it was all bad. Um, at one point she would chase me like I'd be in the car trying to get to work and stuff. And she would chase me. She would try to like run me off the damn street or um, hit the car and stuff. I mean, I, ha I had a janky car at the time and um, she threatened to stab me. She threatened to shoot me. So then I did what I had to do. I ended up putting restraining order on her. And that was pretty much the end of that. Um, I've also had uh, a few run-ins with girls that I've dated, and they were really fucking crazy. And I mean that, like, one actually attempted suicide while I was on the phone. She was pissed off because I moved on. I started dating someone else. The girl that I was with was walking with me. I will never forget that shit. That shit traumatized me. She went and she drank a whole bottle of alcohol and, you know, like, slopped some pills down. And I thought she was lying. I totally thought she was lying, but she wasn't. Paramedics came. I was on the phone the whole time and, and they picked up the phone and talked to me. And it was just, it was so freaking crazy. And um, she really thought that I was going to like give her another chance after that. It was insane. Um, and then, of course, uh, I, another relationship that I was in, um, that one was really fucking crazy. That lasted for a very long time. Um, I was threatened that I was going to get my head cut off. And, you know, the for the most part, these people would like go to my job, ask neighbors if anybody's been coming down, ask my boss if anybody's been visiting me, what time I leave work, calling in from different numbers, checking my emails, logging into shit hacking my fucking stuff oh my god you guys you guys have no idea i've even been stalked by people that i don't know 
men and women on social media. They, um, there was a few instances where like one guy, he was like all up in my shit. And I mean, I didn't even talk to him and, um, he would leave me, uh, nasty masturbating, like sound bites on, uh, Facebook. It was gross. And he told me that if I told on him that he was going to slit my throat, like for real. And it was just a really bad ordeal to the point where I had to like put it on social media to put his ass on blast. And, you know, I got shit taken care of, you know, in a legit way. And another time a girl was like, you know, again, stalking me and shit. And she was starting to add other people on my page and she would find out when I was going to go somewhere. And one specific time I went to a restaurant and this bitch fucking met up with me and pretended like it was just a coincidence that she was there and I was there. And I was like, no, bitch, no, like you're the only one that believes that lie. Yeah. So to answer your question, yep, stalker nation right here. The next question is, have you ever been cheated on? And yes, unfortunately, several times. Um, The incident that I'm going to share with you guys is about the stalker that I was with, the one I was with for five years. Um, When we were together, she didn't have a job. I would take care of her. And that was okay. I didn't have any problems with that whatsoever. At one point... Um, I was always on tour and she was always bored at home. So I ended up helping her get a job at my homegirl's location and she was doing great. And somewhere from here to there, she ended up um, falling for some fucking frijole and basically started cheating on me. I wasn't aware of that because uh, unfortunately I was always working and I was busy. But um, one specific time when I actually found out like legit, 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 they used to pretend that they were like really close friends. I've never been one to be insecure or even question any of that kind of stuff because I am very close with my friends. So it was very easy for me to be like, yeah, okay, I get it, you know, whatever. This girl was married with two kids, little fucking itty bitty little thing. One day she came to my house and she knocked on the door. Mind you, I didn't even know she fucking knew where I lived. Knocked on the door like at, mm, I want to say maybe like nine o'clock to nine thirty, something like that. I open the door. She has a big old shiner. She's crying and she's asking for my ex. My ex comes and whatever. She starts comforting her. But it's the way that she did it and the way that she held her that gave me the red flag. At any rate, I let it go. And my ex was like, hey, can I borrow the car really quick? We're going to go pick some stuff up. Do you mind if she spends the night? I said, no, of course not. And then all all of a sudden, I see like two little kids, like little pollitos fucking come out from (laughs) from behind her. And they're like, do you mind if I leave the kids here? Um, I don't want them to, you know, see us fighting and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, "Mm, all right, I guess. Okay, cool. Like, hurry up, come back. So the kids were left. For whatever reason, they had car troubles, and so they had no choice but to call me. <laughs> they had no choice but to call me. So there I go. I call up my, my homeboy, and he picks me up, and I find out where they're at. They were at fucking West Hollywood. They were supposed to be in La Puente picking some fucking boxes up. No, these bitches went to West Hollywood to go party while they left me the kids. <laughs> no fucking shame. So whatever. I take off with my homeboy. 
we ended up going like the wrong way. So we had to like turn all the way around and thank God I did because we ended up behind my car. And as I was behind my own car, I caught them making out. Tell me why I freaking got out of the car in Chinga and I said, get the fuck out of my car. (laughs) They look like they both took a poop on themselves. And I told my ex, get the fuck out of the car and go inside my homeboy's car. And then the girl stays in the car. And I'm like, get out of my car. And she's like, no, 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 me vas a pegar. Yeah, because she was paisa. Like I said, she was a frijole. Um, she didn't want to get out of the car because she was afraid I was going to beat her up. And I'm like, look, I'm not going to touch you, okay? I'm not. That's not even, I'm not going to do it. And she's like, well, you can't leave me here. I'm like, the fucking hell that I can. Yes, I will. She's like, my husband won't pick me up. I'm like, well, maybe he'll beat your ass again so you can fucking learn to keep your hands to yourself. So whatever, we left her there. Uh, by the time that we got back, uh, that's when everything started to change, right? My ex started to beat me relentlessly. I mean, I would literally wake up to a pillow on my face. She would beat me senseless. It was insane you guys and fast forward I mean I'm gonna go into details at a later date and we'll talk about domestic violence and all that ordeal but um just for the sake of time here um she fell in love with the frijol she fell in love with her and she resented me and I understand love I understand all that stuff and you can't really I don't know. Love is a, is a tricky thing. And that relationship was over for many years by that point. And so whatever. Needless to say, I broke up with her. And that's why the bitch started motherfucking stalking me because she knew that the grass was not greener on the other end. Oh, no, no, no. So <laughs> that's how the stalking happened because of that shit. The first question I asked you guys was, what was your worst breakup? And man, oh man, y'all did not hesitate to let me know what the fuck went down. Oh my God. Some of y'all really made my heart hurt. Um, I was able to relate to some of your stories. And uh, some of you asked me not to read the stories on here, but to talk about the subject in a roundabout kind of way. And there was a few of you guys that gave me permission to go ahead and read what you wrote me. So that's what I'm going to do here, okay? I was in a 12-year relationship and he had a secret family behind my back. He got caught up because his other girl called me talking about she lost her baby and she wished that I would leave her man alone because I'm causing stress in their relationship. He was with her and kid for two years and I had no idea. I know I always went out and my friends would tell me, fuck him, you need to do you. And I never did. I was 100% faithful, truly thought after 12 years, he was the one. But boy, was I wrong. Oh, son of a bitch. Oh, that is just horrible. Can you imagine that? 12 fucking years and having a full on secret family. Dude. Here's the next story. Circa 2005-2006. Baby daddy. Abusive relationship in so many ways. He left me to be with his baby mama who only wanted to get his attention away from me. 
he left me after cheating with no money, no place to stay while I was sick and for another female. In hindsight, they did me a favor. It hurt at the time. Well, not with the baby daddy. That just hurt my kids. And here we go again. Another story with kids involved. Ah, this drives me crazy. Um, for the simple fact that I don't have children. And um, I, I think for a lot of people that don't have kids, we always think, well, why would you get in that situation anyways? You got to think about your kids. And it's never that easy, ever. Because nobody ever looks at someone and they say, damn, you look fucked up. You look like you're going to ruin my life. I want to be with you. Like, we don't ever get into a relationship thinking someone's going to ruin it. You know, we get into a relationship because we think that they're the best thing possible. And, you know, when you're single and you're in an abusive relationship, you can, I mean, it's always difficult, but you can pick up and run at some point once you get the bravery to do it. But I can't even imagine being that way in that vulnerable state and then having little ones, you know, to top it all off to, to come for the journey. That's just walking, hey, that's killer, you know? I called the cops. They did nothing. I had to call my mom, to whom I hadn't spoken to in like a year and a half. She came to pick me up in a heartbeat. I never looked back on that. Every time I ran into her at Long Beach Pride, I wanted to demolish her. I still hate her. Let me tell you guys, what I'm reading to you is nowhere near what the full story is. Um, and after I read it, I was like, I fucking hate this bitch too. So the worst part about all of this is that this fucking demon was abusive to her and to her son, who at that time was only two years old. Because of this, she lost him to the system for eight years. She essentially lost eight years that she could never get back because of this. She finally got him back, but by this time he was already 10 his toddler, his toddler years were lost because of this demon. It's, oh my God, it's so heartbreaking to think that one person can do so much harm. I mean, there's a lot of like life suckers out there. You know, we really have to be careful. Sometimes the demon just, they, they, they weasel their ways into people's bodies and, and they'll just ruin you. The next question I asked you guys was, do you believe in love at first sight? 85% of you said yes. And 15% said, chaleta male, I don't. I personally do. I've uh, fallen in love once or twice or maybe three times instantly. Of course, it didn't work, but I found someone here that it did work for. So hmm, let's read this. The man of my dreams walked into my work and I told myself, I'm going to marry that man. I did nine years later and we've been together for 19 years this year. <gasps> Yay. Oh, I love love stories. They're so rare these days. A ver, what else do I have for you guys here? 
I thought this was a really good question for you guys. Work it out when it happens or give each other space. I was going to read off every single response that you guys gave me, but it just became very overwhelming. So I'm just going to give you like a rough sum about what happened, okay? Most of you guys said, just talk about it. Don't leave the room. Figure it out. Some of you guys said it was rude to leave. Some of you guys said that, um, you know, you felt bad if your partner left and you felt like they didn't love you and they didn't want to fix the situation. And then like a small percentage was like, just give each other space, walk away and come back. And for the most part, I think um, it depends on the relationship, right? Like if you guys have communication issues, for real, give each other space. Walk away for a little bit. Go walk around the block. Go smoke a cigarette. Go smoke a joint. Go drink a beer. Whatever. And then give each other an hour to think about what you're going to say before you put your foot in your mouth. A lot of times, um, you know, when, when, when you're heated, you're just going to talk out your ass. It, it's not going to make any sense. And then another fight's going to start. And, you, you know, it's just you really have to be able to sit there and listen. I'm, I'm going to tell you flat out. I fucking suck at this part right here. The moment that someone makes me feel like I've done something wrong or they're trying to accuse me of something, oh, I lose my shit. There ain't no calming me down. I'm just like, no. Like I, I sound all crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for me, it works to just walk away for a little bit because I, um, I have PTSD. So if I feel like I'm cornered, if I feel like I'm being attacked, I'm going to lose my shit, like straight up. And I've, it's taken me years to get to this place. And a lot of you guys actually said the same thing. If you feel attacked, then you're going to start, you know, you're going to spark up another, a whole new fight. It's just going to happen. But I was, I was pretty um, surprised that a lot of you guys said to not just give each other space. Most of you guys said, just sit there and just talk about it. But I mean, you know. It is what it is. Oh, here's a good question. Threesomes, if yes, do they help or do they hurt the relationship? And uh, you guys were pretty 50-50 about this. One half of you guys was like, yes, it helps. It's okay. It spices up the relationship. Um, it's fun. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not a all the time kind of thing, but you know, once in a while, it's okay. And what I did notice about that percentage is most of those relationships were still in the early stages. You guys were not really attached yet. You guys cared for each other, but you guys weren't really attached yet. And then the other half was like the fucking OGs, like relationships that have been together for like years and years upon years and you're just trying to spice up the relationship and it's not that you wanted to leave your husband or your wife it was more like you wanted to just you know feel like a woman again feel like a man again feel like you were wanted or needed or something new that's the word I'm looking for something new and okay and the other half was fuck no 
I don't want my husband or my wife or my girlfriend, my boyfriend to even look at someone else. They belong to me. I don't want to share them. And you know what? I don't see that there's anything wrong with either either side. It just all depends on your relationship. I don't think there's one better than the other. It's just whatever works for you. But um, there is a small percentage that was super curious. Um, you didn't even share this with your significant others. You just uh, thought that it was cool to share with me, which is fantastic. Um, and so, um, yeah, there was a lot of curiosity there. And and you were asking questions. And what I can honestly say is that if you're going to do it, you got to make sure that you find, number one, the right person. Someone that really does not give a fuck about neither one of y'all. Just someone that wants to have fun. No ties, right? Two, um, you have to have the right relationship. And what I mean by that is like, you guys got to really communicate and talk about what is okay and what is not okay to do. Like if, you know, you don't want your, you know, your man to give a girl head, like, dude, like just say it, you know, or you don't want them to kiss in the mouth or whatever. Like you got to set your rules. You know, that's very important. That's, that's all a part of the journey, I think. But at any rate, that was a pretty interesting um, array of uh, answers. <laughs> I actually have had a threesome. I've actually been in an orgy. And that was a, a complete accident, to be quite honest with you. I've shared this story a couple times with people um, many years ago. I was probably in my 20s or something like that. And uh, I had went to a party and I was dating a girl and I took her and at that same party my ex-girlfriend was there and she was there with someone else and it just kind of got like this like really weird vibe so my date and I decided to uh, go to the room to kind of sit there and talk because it was really loud out in the living room area whatever and when we walked into the bedroom we, it was in the dark we sat um, on the bed and there was already a couple laying on the bed and um and then before I know it like before I know it before I knew it you know they were making out and me and my girl were on the floor and we were like talking and bullshitting and eventually we made out and then another group of girls came in and they're like oh there's a party in here let's do this and then they start making out and before I even freaking knew it I just woke up like I not woke up like I snapped out of it and I looked up and there was bodies everywhere. And I felt someone try to grab my chichis and I was like, oh no, bitch, we're not doing this. Um, <laughs> and then I decided I would. And so that was my experience. Um, as far as just like a threesome, um, I've done that as well. And um, that didn't work out for the person that I was with because the person that we brought in uh, favored me. And that caused a lot of issues because um, once like all the fun was done, I mean, I thought I, I thought it was fun. Um, the other person was not too happy and felt left out. And and that was very difficult to come back from because uh, she and I were not in a solid relationship. It was still very new. And um, I strongly suggest that if you're going to do something like that, you really have to look at your relationship because it really is a coin toss. 
um, that might not work. That might actually cause a really big dent in your relationship and cause some trust issues because at this point, now the other person has a visual of what you are like, what you sound like, what you can possibly do to someone else. So you got to really be with someone who is secure, who knows like this shit is mine. You're not going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? So tread softly with that subject y'all if you guys decide to go down that route be pero muy careful pero muy 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 careful so here i asked um if you guys wanted some advice to go ahead and ask me or if you had any questions for me to feel free to ask me so here's the first one i was in a relationship with the father of our kids for 14 years we split because it got too toxic we have both moved on, but his new chick makes it impossible for us to be civil when it comes to the kids because she dislikes me, yet she's never met me. What's her trip? And should I put her in her place or is that his job? That's kind of a hard question for me to answer because I don't know the background. I don't know if you've actually spoken to him or her, but if you're just asking for my flat out advice, I would say, bring it to his attention. Try your best to not come off mama bear because you know, you're trying to protect your children and just explain to him, Hey, look, this has nothing to do with you and I, I don't need for her to like me. I just need for all of us to respect each other because we need a, a safe environment for our children. And if he can't figure that out, that he owes his children loyalty and respect and he's supposed to protect his children then i mean then he can go suck a dick and if it comes to her then i don't know like i said i don't know if you've spoken to her or not if you haven't then maybe you can talk to her and say hey you know what i i don't want any problems with you i respect your relationship with him that's all good i don't want to have anything to do with that but you know when it comes to the kids um, if you love him, I'm going to expect for you to have some type of love and respect for my children because they do come from him. And most of the time, women do have that kind of common sense to kind of simmer down when it comes to kids. And if she doesn't, then beat her. That's all, folks. Thank you all for joining me on this episode of Cheeseman Beer on the topic of relationships. To all my guests that participated, thank you so much for being open and vulnerable and sharing your stories with us. And to those that ended up submitting um, your stories after, you know, like yesterday or whatever, I'm so sorry. I love you guys so much. I promise I'll make it up to you. I wish I could have tackled every single story because you guys are so valuable to me. And I want you guys to be a part of this baby that I have here. And just know, I promise you, I'll make it up to you. Okay. <laughs> and to my audience, I hope that you guys respect these stories and, you know, understand where these people are coming from. Not everybody is built the same way, right? Everybody has their story. Some of us are broken. Some of us are, are strong. Some of us can build people. And that's the beauty of love in general. So on this fucked up fucking holiday of Valentine's Day, because it's all propaganda and they want to fucking make it like this big old thing, but it's all hallmark. That's all it is, y'all. <laughs> I never understood it. 
And you know, and if you really go into history and and you and you look up what Valentine's Day is, it's not a romantic holiday for fuck's sake. They used to make women run around in circles. They, they used to beat them with fucking sticks, dude. They used to beat them, beat them with with all kinds of shit. And then they would do like a loteria, fucking raffling off other women, I mean other men's wives. To create babies. Yeah, I know. I'm a fucking Debbie Downer. But this is true, though. Look it up. <laughs> but um, I want to leave you guys with these parting words, okay? To those of you who are in abusive relationships, I know it seems like you can't get out. I know. Trust me. One of these days, I am going to tackle the subject of domestic violence. And then you'll know once you hear my story why I say what I say so freely, why I openly speak about like you can get out. I promise you, you can. It's really difficult though, okay? And no one's taking that away from you. You need to understand that you are loved, you are supported, and we are all rooting for you. With domestic violence, these fucking assholes throw a shroud over us and we can't see anything else. There's just like no exit, I understand that, but you can get out, okay? And if that's you and you're listening to this, please feel free to message me. Feel free to message me so I can pray for you, so I can talk to you, so I can help you as best as I can. To those of you who are in wonderful relationships, oh my God, you guys are blessed. This is so awesome. Please keep each other fortified, love each other, respect each other, be loyal to each other. Keep on doing what you're doing because you know what? This world is so fucked up. It's so shitty. Okay. It's so fucked up. And the more that you guys love the way you love, others will see what you're doing and you guys can teach us. To those of you that are single today, honey, you don't worry about it. You are not less than. Do not get sucked into the fucking Instagram and social media vortex just because people are getting balloons and fucking confetti and oh I got chocolate. Oh, I'm going on a special dinner and oh my god, and my honey loves me and I got diamonds and blah blah blah. Shut the fuck up. Okay? Viewer shitty person on the 13th and kiss ass on the 14th. It doesn't make you a better person on the 15th, fool. You're supposed to be good every day. Every day you're supposed to make your loved one feel good and, and, and protect them and love them. And so with that being said, today I'm going to love on you. I'm going to fortify you and say that you are worth it. You are important. Okay? If you haven't been told today that you are loved, guess what? I love you. You guys are important. Okay, thank you guys so much for joining me on today's podcast. Next week will be on fetishes. So we're going to liven up the mood. So get ready, bitches. Talk about some fetishes. Get your questions ready. Get your answers ready. And most of all, for real, for real, lavanse las colas.